I got a couple of questions the other day over on Instagram and they were asking, how do I navigate aging and body confidence? And this is a subject dear to my heart and it's very much wrapped up in who we are and how we navigate midlife and the second half of our lives and therefore the relationships we get into as well because the most important relationship you're ever going to have is the one with yourself so come with me as i unpack this and give you some sneaky tips and tricks to drop deeper into your body my name is star monroe this is the star monroe show and each week i dive into topics such as reinvention dating relationships and sex in midlife what you have to do first and foremostly is that you have to seek out older female role models that are absolutely rocking it that you resonate with you want to fill your life and start to wash your brain with older women that are out there that are embracing their bodies. Now, older women that resonate with me may not resonate with you. This is why this is a really unique personal journey. You've got to stop, especially if you're struggling with body confidence at midlife. You've got to stop uh, filling up your Instagram and your TikTok feeds and all your social media feeds with young chickadees, that are doing yoga. I remember when I did this in my 40s, I had an Instagram feed full of young 20 year olds frolicking around doing the splits and all these crazy moves in yoga. And I just felt shit about myself. So and I didn't resonate with them either. It's like I'm never going to be 20 again. Um, so it's really important that you change the landscape of what you're feeding your brain. So that's something you can do right now as you're listening to me, as long as you're not driving, I suppose. Um, the other thing that I would call your attention to is episode, hopefully I'm going to get this right, episode 39 of my podcast. I dove, drove, nope, dove deep into the rite of passage from princess to queen. And it is your rightful place to step into your archetypal energies of high value queen. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it after you listen to this, because there is a journey that is calling you at midlife. There's a crossroads and the crossroads are saying you can either carry on doing what you're doing. And how's that working out for you? If it's working out well, then carry on. And then if it's not working out well, then now's the time to do things differently. And especially as we move into our 50s, we have to step into our rightful place as queen. We have to sit on our throne, own who we are, do the work to know who we are, know where we're going, know what we want, and then we have the audacity to go out there and make it happen. A princess, I'll just touch on a couple of things really briefly, but a princess is really wrapped up in her external appearance. A queen knows that this is fruitless and it won't get her anywhere because her body is always changing. She's got a whole lifetime of experiences behind her to go, oh, my body has been changing all my life. 
Um, how silly of me to think that I would stay the same, especially now as I'm getting older. And who knows what your body's going to do? Life is chaotic. Your body has her own rhythm and her own wisdom and she's going to do what she wants to do and it's very much affected by how you're moving through life i'll talk more about that in a minute as well so your job really is to extract yourself from the princess archetypal energies so you can step into the rightful place of queen and that is you may look at your body you may not like everything that you have but you go this is what i've got baby this is what I've got right here, right now, and I'm going to make the most out of what I've got. A queen who is so much wrapped up in her image, um, she's obsessed with her weight, what she eats. She's going to drain her vital energy. And one thing I know, and I'm sure you know it too, we don't have an endless supply of energy and we need to spend it in the right place. And worrying about our body and trying to be a certain shape a certain size is a waste of our energy that's not meant to say that don't sit on the couch and do fuck all because your body you lit your body is literally molded by what you do so if we sit in an office chair and i had this experience myself from covid for a couple of years i sat in my office chair for two years and my body molded to that bloody chair. And now as I've changed my lifestyle and I'm a lot more active, I cycle every day, I've gone back to the gym, my body is changing because of the things I do. Plus, health is wealth and I'm not here to tell you off, I'm not here to tell you what to do. You need to get to that in your own sort of ways. You have to look after your body. I've worked with, I had a Pilates studio and a pole dancing studio for many, many years. And the women in their 80s, the, the ones that looked after their bodies, they were the ones that could keep moving. It might sound silly, but they could get on and off the toilet. And it's, you have to take care of your body every day. One of my mentors used to say this to me every day, Star, we're a day closer to dying. So we have to put in more effort. So another nod to the princess, she will put all her value in her looks and her external appearance. Whereas a queen is on this journey of depth of knowing herself intimately from the inside out and i always say that when you see an older woman who really owns who she is she takes good care of herself she knows where she's going she has this radiance about her this glow that no younger woman has and that i'm not dissing younger women i'm saying that you've got to cast your eyes in a different place you've got to look at these older women that are out there that are rocking it that are that really resonate with you and you've got to keep washing your brain with that if you keep feeding it with those young'uns then that's what you're going to keep brainwashing yourself that oh i should be like this the other thing in this as well is there's probably some grieving around your younger body i remember doing this in my 40s uh, I grieved a lot. I grieved a lot around how I used to move through life, how I used to have fun, how I was um, 
how men used to used to love men wolf whistling at me in the street um and then it all stopped and i was like whoa okay i'm getting older now and there was a real grieving process for me around that um and so it's it's grieving what you've lost and grief is a gnarly process it's not linear and it will take time as well um you've got to recognize that or ask yourself this question, are you repeating the same patterns, expecting a different result? Um, and this is, I'm gonna slide in with a little bit of my story that when, I think the first time I remembered me hating my body, I was must have been about 11. And I was reading the Vogue Beauty Bible and it taught me that to be acceptable, I had to have these three gaps between my legs and when I lay down, I should be able to lay a ruler from hip bone to hip bone. Um, this then entered, I entered into years of eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia. I was a compulsive eater. I used to do it in private. Um, and this went on for a long, long time and then I got married and I was married in my 20s. I was still very much wrapped up in my body and, you know, very much in that princess archetypal energies that my body was the value, the currency that I could get through life. And I'd always remember my dad telling me once in the car with all my siblings, he goes, you're the attractive one. You need to stay attractive. So remember when we're younger, we get very, we get programmed by our parents and as adults it's our job to unprogram ourselves from this conditioning that keeps us spinning our wheels um when i hit my 30s i entered my party years um and i drank a lot i did a lot of cocaine i became an addict an alcoholic and i did all of that to keep me skinny um skinny was the holy grail i grew up with supermodels and the older i get none of this conditioning goes away none of the conditioning goes away it just isn't at the forefront because i'm actively agitating and questioning my conditioning uh, and you'll see how i did this in a minute um but the conditioning is always there because it's i always say the patterns that have been there the longest they're grooved in i've been grooving in new pathways new patterns new habits for the last 12 years and they're never going to be as strong as the ones that i established between the age of 11 to 40 that's they've got more gravitas so there's always this honoring of how i showed up in life and those patterns will come back um for various different reasons i'll see if i can slip a couple of reasons in in a minute um when i i gave when i was 36 i think i was 36 or 37 i found myself on a hotel floor in a fetal position uh, i was ruining my life i was doing a lot of coke i was drinking all the time i was highly addicted i just went i can't carry on like this i was a single mum and I changed my life around and uh, I drove my addictions into other things like bodybuilding and but that lasted a couple of years so that kept me busy and then as I hit my 40s what I realized I was doing was I was dieting I didn't call it dieting I was clean eating for 12 weeks I would bring my body all the way back down to kind of like uh, a very lean version of me and then I would start eating 
and stop exercising. And I would continuously do this over the year, two, three, four times. And I don't know what it was. Well, I do know what it was, is that I was reading a lot of books around people that felt comfortable in their bodies, that liked who they were, because I never liked who I was. I spent most of my life running away from who I was. I thought I was ugly. I thought no one loved me. I thought there was something wrong with me. Now I know, I wish you to say I was broken. Now I know that I was wounded and it's been my job over the last 12 years and it will continue to keep healing those wounds. So I'm a safe place to reside. So I don't have to keep running away from myself because that's what I did. I numbed out with food alcohol, cocaine, sex, shitty relationships, spending money. Uh, so I did all those things. So there's really no shade if you're doing any of those. And yet, if you want to do things differently, you've got to look at yourself with kind and curious eyes and realize that you keep repeating the same patterns and doing the same things and they're not getting you anywhere. So when I got to my 40s, I was just like, fuck, you keep repeating the same thing and you're not going anywhere, it's time to do things differently. And I always believe that when you're, when you make a decision to yourself, you make a declaration to yourself, things will start to shift and turn in the back end of you. And you don't even know things are changing. But because you made that declaration, and this is what I did, I made a declaration when I hit my 40s, I'm going to do things differently. I don't yet know how to do it, but I keep reading lots of books around people doing it. So I'm going to go and learn. And this is what I would suggest you do. You have got to hang around with people who know more than you. You've got to hang around with people who know more than you that have been through it and no longer in it. No longer. You don't want people still in this. You want people out the other side that you resonate with and you want to learn from them. It's really important. And I'm kind of, you can hear my voice kind of getting more animated as I'm talking. It's really important that you hang around with people that know more than you, that have been through the fire, that have learned how to do this, that are qualified as well. You do not want to work with anyone that's not qualified and you learn from them. You absorb their wisdom and you take on board what works for you because how I've done it for my life, not everything's going to work for you. And yet, because I've done it on my life, I understand the nuances of what you have to do. And you have to have a different attitude. You've got to be prepared to look at life, look at yourself through a different perspective. You cannot keep looking at yourself through the same lens because you're going to get the same results over and over again. So you heard me say it a minute ago. When I started this journey of coming back home to myself to create a deeper relationship with myself, I said to myself, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I will find a way. And boy, did I find a way. And for me, over the years of me doing this for the last 12 years, I've created my own methodology of how to come back home to yourself, to create a deeper relationship with yourself. And for me, I, I noticed there were very various things along the way that were missing. But it, remember, it all starts with your attitude. If you go over to my website, datinginmidlife.com, on the homepage, you scroll down, 
you're going to see the queen starter kit it's free download it read the attitude adjustment and listen to the rite of passage from princess to queen and absorb it and start doing things differently start looking at yourself differently nothing is going to change unless you start to change your attitude then start to hang around with people that know more than you and be prepared to get really fucking confused because the way that you've been moving through life around this lack of body confidence you don't like yourself you want to run you want to numb that's the norm for you someone like me comes into your world and goes actually no there's a different way you are going to feel highly confused your ego will not want you to change because it feels unsafe so this is why we do it very slowly anybody can go on a 12-week transformation program lose all the weight get lean but the majority 99% of those people that do that they will return back to their pre-weight within six to 12 months and i'm being generous with that time frame too because it's too much for the set point that sits in your subconscious you my job is to help you change from the inside out not change your habits on the outside you change who you are from the inside so you it's your attitude you've got to hang around with people who know more than you you've got to be prepared to get really fucking confused and then you've got to be prepared to show up for yourself and do things differently for me i went on a year-long training with the uh oh my god i trained to be an eating psychology coach and that fucking i mean when i look back it really threw a spanner in how I took care of my body. And I put on a shitload of weight in that training. And what I taught myself to do is to be okay with a larger body for me. I taught myself that whatever weight I am, I am going to live, I'm going to show the fuck up, and I'm going to love life. My weight did not stop me because I had uh, evidence of my life that my weight goes up and down. My weight goes up and down. And there's various things that will affect that. And the thing is that, again, the older I get, what I'm realizing is stress is the worst thing for my body, working too hard, not getting enough sleep, drinking alcohol, having shitty relationships, um and it's yeah that kind of environment where everything is just really pressurized all the time that's no good for my midlife body my midlife body i always say midlife bodies do not need to be rushed around we're queens queen queens don't rush around queens don't rush around so what's going to start to happen is as you show up differently and you will need to do this with someone who knows more than you is you are going to have to agitate and disrupt your inherent conditioning and that comes from your childhood that comes from your up your upbringing over childhood through your peers your friends school teachers through the patriarchy through work environments through relationships you have been indoctrinated into a way of looking at your body and your job is 
to question that, to get really curious with that. This is, this was what, sorry, this was the missing piece for me because I did all this work around my body and I got to around 46. So I was like, why the fuck do I still feel like shit around my body? And then I spent a year long researching the patriarchy. My essays are available for you. They're free. They're called Disrupt This Shit. They're on my website. Download them. Um, have at it. Read them. But the thing is, most women will download them and then most women won't read them. Your, your job is to read them, to digest, to contemplate. Most people are still in this um, school mentality where you learn by rote, where you guys go, oh, I'm just going to show up and, and read this and then expect everything to shift and change. And again, no shade, this is how I used to learn. And we all have to unravel ourselves from the good student archetype because this work that I'm here to do, and if you want to come back home to your body, if you want to create a deeper relationship with your body, if you want to rock out your fucking body confidence in midlife and beyond, then you have to shift from the inside out. And that's a lifestyle shift. And that's what I teach. And it's not going to happen by you ticking things off. It's going to happen by you slowly questioning everything, questioning, agitating your conditioning, really getting curious to see where it's weaved its web or its evil like little tentacles in. And even now, you know, I find myself at sometimes in my life going really fast and I have to pause and slow down. And this is, I'm just in a period where I just, I need to slow down and I am, and I'm just doing I'm giving myself time to do nothing so I can contemplate and really get curious about how I'm showing up for myself in, in certain aspects like dating and relationships and the relationship with myself too. And I'm still, you know, I'm trying to do my maths five years on from writing those essays. I'm still seeing the conditioning. It's, it gets, it's woven so deep. And this is why you need to have time and energy and space to be able to percolate and contemplate all this. As you agitate and disrupt your conditioning around your body, around you as a woman, how you see your value and your perceived value from the world, you're going to probably have some healing work to do. You might end up working with me inside the Midlife Collective, either privately through therapy and coaching with me, or you might go off and work with another therapist who is well-versed in this work. We all have healing to do especially around our childhood um, and any traumas that we have experienced over the years of us being here then <laughs> the work does not stop it's having the the courage and the boldness to go out there and do things differently a lot of the women in my world have said to me oh i've never worn a bikini i've never worn a swimming costume i'm now doing it do you know what Boldness and courage only comes through the act. Body confidence comes through the act of you doing things differently. I've just completed a second round of my signature program. It's called The Love Affair, and it's 30 daily play assignments on really focused on you dating yourself, you turning yourself on, you deepening the relationship with yourself. And in there, there's, some, there's mirror work. And the mirror work is what gets them. Because I ask, and you can do this yourself, I'll pass this play assignment on as a little gift from me to you, is stand or sit in front of a mirror quietly 
and slowly take in your whole reflection and allow your eyes slowly to find your eyes in the reflection. And very softly, you're going to look at yourself and repeat the words, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Over and over and over again. Do this every day. If you want a deeper connection with your body, you want better body confidence. I don't know that's good grammar. If you want to feel confident in the body you have, you've got to be able to see yourself. You've got to really see you. And the mirror work is the perfect way. Also, the love affair. I wasn't expecting it. I started it this year and I'll be running another round in July. It has had so many profound results with my members who joined and they really are finding this deeper connection because we can all go out into the world and sachet and strut and put our red lipstick on. But unless you feel at home and safe within yourself, no amount of red lipstick or amazing dresses, uh, gorgeous hair, it's never gonna change anything. You've gotta change from the inside out. If you really do wanna deepen the work, then come and join us in The Love Affair. Again, go to my website, Dating in Midlife, have a look, see if it's for you. I would love for you to join us. You will become more confident through your actions. You will become more confident in your actions. And I would suggest there's no bravado. Don't fucking, don't, no bravado, no fake it till you make it. That's just exhausting. You've got to learn to be with all parts of you, all the parts that people have told you over the years are unlovable, they're not welcome here. Your job, this is the healing work, your job is to come home and gather all these pieces of your psyche and allow them around your table and you serve them afternoon tea and you give them each a cuddle and you just go, you're all welcome here, all parts of you, the bullied child, the six-year-old that mummy and daddy left screaming in the room and they shut the door, the 10-year-old that was bullied at school, the 15-year-old that just no one liked her at school, the 20-year-old that was sticking her fingers down the throat, the 21-year-old that was having sex because she equated sex for love. You bring them all home. You find them. You sit with them. You love them. And this is how this is how you build body confidence up. This is how you build body confidence up. You build it up from the inside out. And this is what I was talking about, this radiance, this, this, this is power is a word that's been, oh, I can't think of the word, co-opted. But this is power. This is quiet power. You don't need to go out into the world and shout and scream. This is a quiet power that you know who you are, you feel safe, secure within yourself. Um, and no one can take that from you when you do this work. No one can take it from you. One last thing, as I bring this to a close, because there's lots of information in here, is notice when you're taking things too seriously. Notice when you're taking life too seriously. I love a little bit of Alan Watts, and Alan Watts, I'm gonna bastardize his quote, but he's like, just have fun, have more fun, life's a game, play, 
flirt and i don't mean that in a sexual way flirt playful it's that innocent flirting joy de vie you look at life uh through the lens of possibilities rather than problems if you you look at life um as it, the answers are finding you that's how i always work the answers are going to find me i'm an open vessel for the answers i'm an open vessel to find out who i am what i want things will find me and one last thing about body confidence aging is you reside in your body you're no longer st stuck in your head um, and you're embodied and there is oh there's something wonderful about being really embodied it's been my journey about coming home to myself it's been a long time and it's a journey well worth taking i know that you are powerful and capable i always tend to attract the warrioresses the fighters in this world so take your time with all this information allow it to percolate contemplate over it all the information is in the show notes for all the links and if you want to ask me any questions come over onto instagram and i'm ms ms star monroe until next time thank you for listening